May the words of my mouth and the meditation of all our hearts be now and always acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. From this morning's gospel reading, he is going ahead of you to Galilee. There you will see him just as he told you. I'm going to speak this morning about St. Mark's account of the resurrection of Jesus, which we have just heard. But I want you to keep in your mind a scene from a film which some of you will have seen and which I've mentioned before from this pulpit, the extraordinary film, The Gospel According to St. Matthew, by the Italian director Pier Paolo Pasolini. Pasolini, an atheist, a Marxist, a gay man, who dedicated his film to Pope John XXIII, and who decreed that there should be no words in the film except those words in the Bible. And in his film, Jesus is to be seen always ahead of his friends, speaking the words of the gospel over his shoulder as he moves ahead on the way. The image that Pasolini gives us is the image of the Christian journey as a journey of urgency, following the Christ, the urgent Christ, who moves ahead of us always and whose teaching can only be received if we follow him. He is going ahead of you to Galilee. There you will see him just as he told you. St. Mark's story, which ends with this curious phrase, for they were afraid. In the Greek, they were afraid for, and I'll talk about that in a moment. This extraordinary brief account of the resurrection is added to in Mark's gospel by two other stories. But the scholars tell us that the part we heard today is the original part, that somehow Mark wanted it to end there or couldn't help but end it there. And so we hear a story of the resurrection which is rooted in the unexpected. The women go to the tomb with a problem that they expect. It's a big stone. We are not many, we are not strong, how can we roll away the stone so that we can give honor to the dead Jesus? And that preoccupies them on the way. They had been saying to one another, who will roll away the stone for us from the entrance to the tomb? They had a problem in mind. But the gospel brought them a solution to their problem and then a problem they never expected. When they looked up, they saw that the stone, which was very large, had already been rolled back. The problem was solved. 
And then they had another problem. Where is he? Who's this guy in white whom we've never met before, sitting where he should be? There's much talk these days, friends, about fake news. You can normally tell when news is fake because it speaks well of whoever is telling the story or because it tells lies about the people you don't like. But if someone should tell a story about themselves, which makes them appear foolish or which makes them appear lost, you can be pretty sure it's not fake news. St. Mark tells us of women, people wholly honored by God, but in the culture of Jesus' time, not greatly honored, people whose word was not accepted in a court of law, women in fear. They are the messengers of the resurrection. It's not fake news. You might expect Pilate to tell the story that way, but it is the church that tells the story that way. Women astonished to find something they never expected, a problem solved and another problem they never knew. Women in the last two words of the gospel who were afraid because the Greek words are ephobunto, gar. They were afraid because. Because of what? St. Mark doesn't tell us. They were fearing because, and there he leaves the story. It's not like St. John where Jesus comes to meet Mary and she thinks he's the gardener and then she realizes it's really him. It's not like St. Luke where they're going on the way to Emmaus and there suddenly there is Jesus. It's an unexpected meeting with a stranger, the man in white, sitting on the right side of where Jesus should be with the stone rolled away, telling them this extraordinary news. He is going ahead of you to Galilee. There you will see him, just as he told you. The women receive a stranger's promise. And the stranger says to them what he says to you and to me. Jesus is risen. He is not here. You will see him if you follow him. That image of Pasolini, the Jesus who speaks over his shoulder the words of life, and that we are called to follow him, that is also Mark's image of the risen Lord. He's going ahead of us. We will see him if we go. Where? To Galilee, to the place from which these disciples came, to the ordinary world which was their world, to the place where Jesus promises he will be, in the streets and in the houses of the everyday place. He's going ahead of you to Liverpool, 
there you will see him, just as he told you. The crucified one lives and precedes the church, just as he promised. And what happens? The women are given an instruction. Go and tell the disciples and Peter. Let them know what happens. They went out and fled from the tomb, for terror and amazement had seized them, and they said nothing to anyone. They were afraid because... And the gospel ends. It ends by giving me a choice. It ends by giving you a choice. What will you do? Will you run away from the life that can turn your life upside down? Will you be afraid because you don't know why? Will you embrace fear or will you step out and say to the disciples, He is not there. He is risen. He's going ahead of us in the streets and the houses of our everyday life. And there we will see him just as he told us. He comes to us from the future. As he came to the first disciples, so it is with us. Here's the choice, fear or follow. As Diocese of Liverpool, we say, we're asking God for a bigger church so that we can make a bigger difference. And we say, more people knowing Jesus, more justice in the world. And as we say that, we give ourselves the choice. Will we live in fear and let other people speak of Jesus and let other people bring that justice? Or will we, in the streets and homes of our everyday life, will we speak of Jesus? Will we work to see justice done? It's been my privilege to be on study leave for the last few months. And I have written the first draft of a book, and if God is good, you'll get the chance to read it. And unsigned copies will be worth more. But in the book, I say there are four things we need to do. We need to meet at the table of the risen Jesus so that he may sit beside us we need to drink from the fountain, the fountain of Scripture, the fountain of the creeds, the fountain of the church's service in liturgy. We need to drink. We need to watch in the moment for Jesus. And we need to stretch for the kingdom. Meet at the table. Drink from the fountain. Watch in the moment. Stretch for the kingdom. It seems to me that St. Mark is writing about these things when this young man says to the women, don't be afraid, overcome your fear, follow Jesus to the place where you speak of him, follow Jesus to the place where justice is done, in the everyday, in your street, in your home, there you will see him just as he told you. And we follow, as the disciples follow in Pasolini's film. 
and in following. We are fed by the words of the risen one. And in following, we receive from him the life that smashes death, the life that never ends, the life imperishable, the life we celebrate today. Amen.